Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be discussing on this week's podcast? Ryan, on this week's show, when killer whales attack and... How desperately have you wanted to be the first person off an airplane? Probably not as bad as this guy. More on that later. What about you, Ryan? Everybody hates the person who needs to be off first. I'll fight you. Tyler, this week, I wonder out loud, can a small sample size prove America's anxiety problem? And I'm warning you now, a really disgusting bartender confession. So let's just walk into it. You know what the hardest part of putting this show together is, Tyler? It can be challenging. We've been doing it for years. But, you know, there's there's one part that I think really stands out when you don't nail it. Do you know what that is? Being funny. Gave up on that a long time ago. Mm. That's just not going to be part of the show, so I've moved on. Mm. Segways, Tyler. Segways. I'm sure everybody knows what that is, but what is a segue? The transition from one conversation to another. Well said. Um, that's it. And it's, you want for your show, especially this one, where we talk about a multitude of things, you want it to be seamless. You want it to go together and not just seem like you're, you're coming out of nowhere and starting up a whole new topic. It's kind of herky jerky. Yeah. Non sequiturs are are difficult to pull off while it's still being interesting or entertaining. I, I know what you mean, where you want it to be a a fun transition from one to the other without confusing the audience. And if you're doing it at your best, I think people don't even notice that you've transitioned. It just kind of goes like when somebody's telling a story or, you know, they're just controlling the conversation and they're just talking and talking and you're thinking like, what the fuck is it my turn to talk? This guy, I'm, I'm better than this guy. I'm better than you. Do you know mm. what I mean? I think a lot of people have that, that <laughs> thought. Sure. There's a lot of people out there that just think things like that very, very loudly in not their me, heads. Not me. You definitely don't <laughs> see it on my face. But segues are tough on this show. So I, I, this... Or just in general. This week, I'm not doing it. This week, I don't give a damn. So let's... It's just going to be <clears> one <throat> ro- long run-on sentence? COVID-19. You heard of it? I have. You heard of it? I have. Okay. I've had it, it, I've had it at least once. You can't prove that. Tyler, it was it was a the, weird it was a weird time. The strips on the on the on the thing. Nobody knows if that was real. It's like peed, a pH balance thing. I peed right on there, and it had two strips. The doctor was very upset about that. Now, th- this is the thing about that time. It was a very weird time. It turned us against us, right? Do you do you, I know that what do you wasn't mean? in terms of we had people just flatly disgracing scientists and oh, doctors yeah. and. Oh. It's when it was very noticeable that we we're all deciding that we're going to choose what we want to think here. Yeah. In all fairness, it has been like that since the dawn of time. There are actually photos back in the 1920s when the Spanish flu was going crazy, right. and killing millions of people across the Allegedly. world. People in the street wearing signs, you know, like those sandwich signs yeah. that they used to wear, sure. uh, uh, saying the same thing, uh, uh, appraising the unvaccinated and arguing against the science of this thing. How do we know it's true? It's been ar- That attitude has been around forever. Well, I think a big problem here is that, uh, you know, depending upon who's listening to this, the government hasn't always been super honest with us, Tyler. That is so also it's confusing, true. confusing, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, you brought this on yourself. I do understand the distrust of the government. Yes, I, I do. And, I do, and they've done some really fucked up things in the past, and even more so for minority groups. And the further down the line of, you know, let's say that they care about you, the more likely that is. Yeah, and the problem is, is the very tippy top. Let's say white people, they don't really care about those people either. Well, I hate to say that as a blanket sentence, but I do understand the point that you're going for. Yeah, my argument is just that the government doesn't really care about its people. It cares about itself. Yes, to promote itself seems to be at the highest part of the the agenda. That is Mm -hmm. true. Now, all of this stuff has kind of flushed itself out. People have kind of shook off to their sides, right? And 
Now we're all kind of getting along. We're not making fun of each other. We're no we're not making fun of doctors who have their opinions, right? We don't make fun of doctors who believe what they believe. Oh yeah, all the hateful people have pretty much moved on to transsexuals. So the doctors are okay for right you now. You got to have your hobbies, you yeah. know what I mean? Otherwise, yeah. what do you do with your time? Yeah, your hateful hateful hobbies. Now we're not making fun of anti-vaxxers. If you want to be an anti-vaxxer, good on you, right? We're not making fun of them. Can I make one little joke? Sure. You gonna die, motherfucker? Right? Uh, is that true? Do you think so? Do you think the people who haven't gotten the COVID nineteen vaccine are in any type of trouble? No, I mean, I am certainly not a medical professional. Um, I think it's become one of those things. Total guess on my part. I think it's become one of those things, much like the flu, or just something we're just gonna have to tolerate sure. at this point. Like COVID twenty, COVID twenty one. It, it's here. Nobody's ever made that we're, joke. We're not getting rid of it. So uh, okay. So what about? Are we making fun of people? Who are still wearing masks? No, no, we're not. No, and, and a matter of fact, people around the world have been doing that for for generate. Well, not generations for a long time. Where whenever you get like a cold, it's to protect other people from the cold you have, not protect you from the germs. I yeah, in in uh in high population places, that's something that's been going on forever. It's just being selfless. And my last question to you is this. Are we making fun of people who are still wearing bandanas around their faces? Not unlike a train robber or uh, what do they call those things that you lift up that we're, we're 100% sure that does nothing. Whatever you're doing, every side agrees. That's nothing. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not helping anybody. Are we making fun of, of, of the bank robber? I would if I saw it. I've never seen that really? before. Now, bandana over your face? W what's that? You, I, to I totally get what you're saying. Throughout COVID-19, you never saw somebody with a bandana on their face? Uh-uh. Oh, I saw that uh -uh. many, many times. That is excellent. About two weeks ago, I saw a guy who looked like he was staging a train robbery, and I'm thinking, I want to make fun of you. I was going to say, what if they were just going to rob somebody? Oh, I hadn't even understood that. Yeah. What if the actual benefit of doing that, not to protect others from the train, but to protect themselves from being identified? Ah, uh, I hadn't considered that. And to you, sir, I apologize. Good My on name you. is Ryan. My name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. is going on everybody hello and hello tyler menendez my brother my pal my my, my co-pilot mm -hmm. how you doing bro i'm good better than last week how are you doing that is fantastic i'm doing worse than last week because you and i seesaw energetically in this house and Weird. it's making me consider setting up traps not unlike home alone 2 to kind of regain the top spot in this house you know stop what I mean? trying to burn my skull with a flamethrower one paint can in the face and i'll leave you alone that's all i'm asking yeah because i'll be dead yeah, yeah, oh. I'll leave you alone. Oh, okay, perfect. Tyler, I need for you to get in to this basket on my bike, Tyler. <laughs> tell you right now, it's one of the more comfortable seats I've taken. It's pretty good. In other transportation. I, I didn't think you were going to be able to get your feet in there and hug your knees that way, but mm. you look cute. Thank you. You look good. My knees are my best feature. Well, I hope you're comfortable because we are going to Memphis, Tyler, so it's going to take a little bit. Okay. And we're going to John Morant's house. You, ah, you know John Morant? I do know John Morant. He's one of the stars in the league, uh, uh, in the NBA. And uh, and he's been going through some tough times. <laughs> you don't have to ring the bell every five seconds, Ryan. I mean, if it's here, I paid for the bell. I'm going to use the damn bell. That's all I'm saying. All right, I'll chill for just a moment. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Now, what were you saying at this serious topic? No, he's a, he's a very famous basketball player. He plays in the NBA. Electrifying. He's, he is electrifying. As fun to watch as anybody playing. But as good as he is on the court, he seems to be as bad uh, uh, equally with making decisions off the court yeah. for some reason. In terms of what? Like, give me an example. Well, you for had the people who haven't heard. The sure. Story. You had the situation where it was after a game. He was in an SUV with some of his boys. They were hanging out. They were driving away and they had beef with some guy across the parking lot and they fired a laser, zoomed a laser at this person. And the, it was in from inside the car. So you couldn't get a good look at it. But it was uh, it was possibly a laser that was attached to to a gun or at least suggesting that and, and and he's got this sort of connection where it's two separate times now that he's been on Instagram live mm -hmm. which is just where I'm holding it up and everything from my camera goes right on to out to everybody absolutely and 
he pulls a gun out of his waistband. Yes. Well, they're dancing. How do I not shoot my dick off? And, and, and one of them, they're dancing and, and somebody's like, yo, you know, blah, 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 gun or whatever. He's like, oh, right here. And just pulls it out of nowhere and just starts waving it around. Which is, I, I have never been to any gun safety courses. That's what they suggest. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the walnut the, opener. The, the trigger, the trigger discipline could have been a little bit better. Take your fucking finger off the trigger. Wave it around all you want. Stop touching the trigger. What's the point of having a gun if people don't know that it might accidentally discharge, Tyler? So here's the it's like thing. a penis. <laughs> I was just cleaning it and it went <laughs> off. So I got this from CBS Sports. Uh, so he's gotten in, in, in plenty of trouble. He is is cracked down on him. The sports world as a whole, is just ready to call anybody a stupid idiot whenever they give it a chance. Uh, absolutely. This rich, young black man is doing a thing that I, that you know, I look down on, I, I will attack. And it is fun, fun in, in quotations, to see the NBA do this tightrope walk because they can't just let him go scot-free. They have to give him consequences, but they also don't want to suspend one of their high money fly makers. of their money makers. Where, yeah, yeah, where, yeah. Where does that term come from, scot-free? Could it be Scottish? I wonder what that means, scot-free. We can review. We can review. So on Wednesday morning, Ja Morant put some posts on Instagram mm -hmm. where... He's sharing images with his family uh, with with captions saying, love you, ma, love you, pops, and you the greatest baby girl, love you. And then the last image was of himself, and it simply said, bye. Bye. Yes. Yep. And I'm like, this guy likes dudes? I was going to say, not bisexual. <laughs> that would have been awesome because he's kind of cute. I, I think he's very handsome. Very handsome. Sure. Come on, say cute. You can say cute. it. Cute. He's definitely... <laughs> I mean, can somebody who's six foot seven be cute? He he pulls it off. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, he would. And, and it was, and it was, um, yeah, it was one of those posts where you see it and you're like, uh-oh, that's can, weird. Can you imagine when you were going through some of your worst times at 23 years old, if your bad um, decisions were broadcast across the globe? Because it's this isn't just an American thing. This is a very international play. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I I am young enough to where that was the case. Back from MySpace into Facebook, well, I was going through my very troubling, uh, uh, youthful times during the Facebook era. And I I bet you there is somewhere out there because I've been on oh, social media for decades oh, for over a decade. There's got to be some stuff out oh, there just floating around. We can review of, of embarrassment. We I can review. I've deleted it, but knowing the internet, nothing's gone forever. And you probably have the same amount of followers as John Moran. So I think that that's about the same. I notice your sarcasm, <laughs> but I am so happy that that, that that is genuinely not the case. That's the point that I'm making where yeah. this guy at some point is going to be fingers crossed that he grows up and has he matures. itty bitty little kids of his own. Mm -hmm. And he looks back on this and he's like, fuck, you know, and, and this isn't new. I'm sure Charles Barkley has a million things that he did when he was young, that, but it's just so different. Mm -hmm. And Adam Silver has talked about how there is an anxiety problem in his league. I actually looked this up because mm -hmm. Levitard references that all the time. Yeah, both Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan have spoken on and it. And I'm sure other people as well, but they're both very popular. And, and they've, they're the ones who have vocalized it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and they're big enough stars to where people will pay attention. And, and what Adam Silver is saying is you go around these teams and everybody has their headphones on. There is no uh, connection. These no camaraderie anymore. Yeah. And do you think that that can be extrapolated out to a larger idea on society where this is a very small sample size of guys, but it's also very easy to keep track of because yeah. they're, you know, multi-million dollar entertainers. Do you think that that is also happening in our society? First time listener, I'll hang up and listen. I don't think, I don't think that I, I, I feel like I'm not even guessing. I bet you, and this could be a pretty informative yet kind of boring week in review. I bet you could go in and side by side see the rise in social media and the way we connect with each other through technology while also seeing the rise of anxiety and depression and mental health issues rise side by side with it because it is a fact that there we have never, ever in modern history suffered as a society, as a world, from mental health issues the way we are right now with anxiety and depression specifically. 
It is very, very interesting. And these guys that we look up to as mythological heroes who have everything that we could ever want. That's why we hate them because they have what we want. We're jealous of them. I don't hate them. I'm happy for them. Well, what's going on in your life? That sounds I'm very, happy for other people. That sounds really, first of all, that can't be true. <laughs> I don't even think you could do that. It's happiness for myself that I struggle with. I can be happy for others. I don't think that exists either, Tyler. <laughs> so I'm just living a lie. I'm defensive. I'm feeling very defensive Jeez. right now. I think I it's wasn't even arguing with you. I, in my mind, you definitely <laughs> were. These guys who have everything that we could ever want, even they, yeah, the strongest among us, they are not. Even they are not happy while well, having everything they that they want. I know it's a main theme of this show. But damn, is it interesting. And I think it's World War II's fault. What do you think about that? I have no arguments against that. We're the trauma generation, baby. (laughs) Depression Index. We're a response to World War II. No one cares. You don't Who wants know to take to that one? I read that somewhere and it sounded smart. And I'm like, I'm going to yell that out somewhere. Mm. What the Depression Index is, is a machine that was built in World War II and we got it in Operation Paperclip. And we spin it. it. It's really just a way for us to talk about, uh, you know. You our, told our, me you got this machine at Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but it was run by Goebbels. How much is this worth? <laughs> <laughs> that is shit. Um, Tyler... How has your? Luckily, we haven't spoken any mental health up to this point. So let's let's switch it up. How's your mental health? Uh, it's going all right. And just to add a little topping to the previous conversation, it is something to be said about these NBA players looking like fully grown men when they're like twenty years old. So we look to them to be these mature adults exactly when really right. they're fucking kids, it's man. A, it's an optical illusion. Yeah. And when I was twenty three yeah. years old, I had like four whiskers coming out of my chin, and these guys look like the, you know the lumberjack from what's that paper towel? That handsome little fucker, Brawny. I want to say Brawny. Yeah. That's the guy. Yeah. Please don't sue us, Brawny. I said he's a handsome little fucker. What do you want? That's an in ad, uh, you know, in show ad. You're welcome. Thirty three percent of those words are positive. The other sixty six percent. One out of three ain't bad. I, I don't know. Uh, my mental health is doing better this week. I'm I am no longer suffering from uh, suicidal thoughts, which is a which is a benefit. That's obviously good. We didn't know that. We had not discussed that. I thought we talked about that last week. No, I don't think. It, I don't oh. think so. You oh. just dropped that right in on us. Uh, um, then I was talking to somebody else about that. Sure. Well, I was suffering from suicidal thoughts. They had they'd come back after a, a long time being away. And uh, how long? And um. Uh, months, if not over a year, okay. I, I would say it had been quite a while. But then the 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 pressure that I felt like I was under was so extreme in my mind that my brain just brought up all these old um, escape uh, Me- ideas, mechanisms, mechanisms. Sure. Yeah, sure. whatever it is. So I was suffering from them pretty hardcore, and, um, and and I fall into this pattern where I don't go full blown. Uh, suicidal thought where I'm like imagining putting a gun to my head, although that sometimes does play a part, but it's more of going skydiving and the chute doesn't open. It's those kind of suicidal thoughts. But then I realized how selfish that is, you know, to the guy that's strapped to my back. I was going to say yeah. that, that poor man is fucked up, but you're coming with me. <laughs> I need a friend in the afterlife. I think God did this. Yeah. And I obviously the more pressure I feel under the more, I want to give into these behaviors that suppress that feeling while at the same time in the long run adding to it, much like eating the wrong food. It's the fuel. Yeah. Uh, drinking a lot of alcohol, whatever the, whatever Whatever it is. Your, your, your taste is. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I'm feeling better this week. Um, I don't know specifically what. Gen- genuinely happy to hear that. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Well, you know what? I went to my therapist on, on Thursday, which was really good. C-A therapist. If it is within your means. That's I- the name of the therapist? C-A therapist? <laughs> what are the chances? It's so crazy. That's, that is nuts. Sorry. That's all right. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, see a therapist if you can. Talk to, or talk to anybody, I don't, even if it's not a therapist. Talk, fucking talk to somebody. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's hard finding somebody to, uh, especially in the social media world. It feels like it, it it's harder and harder to trust people. Maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm adding that it through my prism, but I think people have a tougher time now finding someone to to be vulnerable with that than than ever and i just made that up that could totally not be true no it's it's we are isolating ourselves more and more as we find more ways to connect to one another covid you and, heard of it and something that that just just shot a rocket into the sky everything accelerating it yeah. yes and something that is very much on the rise right now is people talking to ai 
with for their problems. Interesting. Yeah, because AI it, therapy. It's like talking to a real person, and it brings them some form of relief. And this is something that is on the rise significantly. Wow, what are the repercussions of that? I don't know, but it is also free. You can go do it whenever sure. you want. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to reach out to something that you know isn't an actual person than, you know, an actual person. Chatbot's like, yo, look at this shit. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm sending this to 10 of my oh, friends. Oh, oh man. So Interesting. And, and, and uh, it, we can review. I'm intrigued. It, it is. It's a very interesting topic. And it's. It, I know it can be difficult, but talking to people really, really helps. Uh, and that's what helped me. I want to see a therapist. I do. How do I, how do I go about doing that? There's online um, uh, tools now where they're connecting all these different therapists, to the same web-based tool, and you can go find one that sounds perfect for you. Okay. Um, I could send you to mine, whatever you want. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I got. So, okay. uh, so this week I'm Spin gonna that wheel, baby. I'm gonna go ahead. Well, and, hey, we love you. We support you. We're we're, thank we're, you. we're thank sorry you. to hear. And I speak of the the Haitian army. We're sorry to hear that you were suffering that way, but we're happy to hear that you're doing better. Yeah, Good. and Good. I'm and I'm still here. So that's a, that's a win in the books. I Agreed. am this week. I am let's say a six. Spin One, two, three, four, five, six. It up. Tyler, normally when you're feeling like shit, I'm feeling great. And when you're feeling great, I'm feeling like shit. And I've I've been uh I've been feeling pretty good recently up until these last couple of days. Don't know why, but um I'm not willing to go as far as you are, but I think this is the first time that I've ever said this out loud. Just try it once. Just go as far as me one time. I can't. I, I get it like halfway in there and then I'm like, no, no, no. Seriously? So, what? Mental health into your penis, really? What made you think that I was putting it into my penis? Freudian, Tyler. Rorschachian in nature. These last couple days, I have, for whatever reason, felt... Man, I wish yours was positive because now I feel like shit here. Mm. I felt completely worthless. Mm. When my anxiety is at a really high level, I feel not good enough. I feel like I need approval from other people because I can't make it in my body, much like insulin, Tyler. Mm. What? You're diabetic? Sh yeah. Goals, you know. Di diabetic, but in relationships. Y yes. I can't produce my own love. I am a relationship <laughs> diabetic. My my kidneys just don't produce the love that I need. Mm. So, I, I put here, I have felt completely worthless, which I have felt many times in my life, but never had the vocabulary or the awareness to put that fine of a point on it. Now, here is what is, what is interesting about that. I have been dealing with it in a completely different way. I have been handling that and the person who's feeling that way in a different way than I ever have. And I'm challenging myself by asking the question, can I keep doing what I know works even when I don't feel like it? Even when my emotions, even when my motivation isn't into it, can I continue to put one foot in front of the other doing what I know works for me? That is a tough ask because when we get into those low points, like much like I was talking about, you lose the willpower and the motivation to do those things that you know help you. But what is willpower? What, what like, yes, you lose it for sure. I, I totally understand what you mean. Like sitting down to play video games and being like, I don't fucking feel like getting up. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I understand, but what... That's, it, it's it's not, it, it, I don't know. Willpower I, I, is following through on the decision to do that good thing rather than sit there and continue to play video games. Right, and, and, and I think what is evolving here is not my ability to not feel defensive or to not have motivation or whatever the deal is. I think my ability is what I'm doing with it once I feel those things. Mm -hmm. So even while feeling completely worthless over these last couple of days, which it hurts me to say that out loud, as a narcissist, I hate bearing the side of myself to you people, mm -hmm. but you people, I yeah, you people, you yeah. know what you did. Yeah. I know that this isn't forever. I know that this will pass, and sure. I know that if I keep doing what I'm supposed to do, it will help. It will accelerate that process. Mm. So this week, I, what were you at? You're at a six. At a six. I'm at a 5.75. That's a bullshit! To one dollar! Three, four, five point seven five. Wow, that last three quarters of a turn took you a while. It did. I don't know. It, my, my sleeve got stuck and I went around with it, Tyler. Mm. And we're back. Um, 
that that made me feel like I wanted to die, Tyler. Admitting that to the people. Let's do a happy death day. Yeah. Ah, I love it. Yeah, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Happy death day for those of you who are joining us for the first time. First of all, welcome. Second of all, happy death day is when we uh, talk about somebody who's just left us, somebody who just died, and we celebrate their life while congratulating them on that life lived. I think I know who this is. I think a very I mean, famous I mean, person you, died this week. You have to. Sure. It's all the only person, as far as I'm concerned, that has died this week. And now she is rolling on the metaphorical river, Tyler. <laughs> river stinks. She's in hell. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. I, I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so Goodness sorry that. gracious. That's not true. That's not, she's in the Thunderdome in the sky. Tina Turner, Ryan. Oh, is it Tina Turner? Tina Turner. She died, yeah, Ryan. She did. Long, long, a long life filled with a lot of different things achieved. Absolutely. Yeah. Very well said. And and a very turbulent life while living a very successful life, which is it's so common how often those things go hand in hand. Whitney Houston. I, I, oh, I, Whitney I, Houston is a, is a poster child for that. I believe some of the stuff we just talked about on Depression Index would factor in with, with Tina Turner, knowing about her relationships and her upbringing and all that stuff. Definitely. Well, she was born. Do you know her real name? I was going to guess something, but I feel like that could fall on the wrong side. So Anna May Bullock. Not what I was going to guess. Right. Yeah. In 1939. And uh, she began her singing career in the 1950s and became incredibly famous in the 60s as part of the duo with Ike Turner. Yeah. Now, she battled against and spoke of her many different health struggles throughout her life, from high blood pressure to cancer to kidney failure. Yeah. Let's also not forget the severe domestic abuse she suffered at the hands of Ike Turner. F- famously. Famously. Sure. Uh, she is one of the single most successful female solo artists in all time. history. Yeah. She has sold more than 200 million albums worldwide. That's a fifth of a billion albums. That's crazy. That's pretty, that's pretty incredible. And, and everybody knows her music. Yeah, yeah. Even if you don't know the name, or maybe don't know the names of the songs, the moment you would hear the, the moment you would hear the actual <laughs> song, you might know what we're talking about. What just happened rolling, there? Rolling on a river. Okay, that's wait, better. Wait, watch, watch, watch. <laughs> you guys can't see me right now. Thank God. <laughs> He's throwing his hands out like, it. like a chicken getting ready to no, get into a fight. She's doing a, you know, you're right. It's one, not great. One right. final fact about Tina Turner. She actually gave up her American citizenship. Tommy Ryan. Really? Yeah. Why, she, why'd she do that? She, she had actually moved to Switzerland and uh, to have a U.S. Uh, citizenship, uh-huh. you have to pay taxes. And she just wasn't living in the U.S. anymore, so she gave it up because she was living in Switzerland. Seems constantly. reasonable. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I just thought it was a fun... Switzerland seems pretty kick-ass. She moved there because of how much more low-maintenance it is over there than here. And they seem to have a lot of things figured out that we don't. Oh, some, oh, I'm sitting across from a commie over here. <laughs> I have no problem waiting in line for six hours for toilet paper that sucks, Tyler. I like that. How about some stale bread? Would you like that, brother? Oh, is that that line over there? Let me finish this line. I'll go get in that line. Tina Turner. Happy death day. You shall be missed. Ike and Tina Turner. Old school Rihanna and Chris Brown, right? That was the... Oh, yeah. That's actually really well said. That was the, the, the symbol for... Domestic, uh, you know, popular icon domestic abuse. Yeah, kind of thing. did and, and this is it was way before my t- hell it was before your time. Uh, did she wander out into public, wander so to speak, out into public with a bruised face or body? We can review. I don't know anything but the pop culture reference of you know slap you like Ike Turner. Yeah, for the people who are uncultured swine. Because you know for anybody I mean? who hasn't seen it, if you find that Rihanna photo. It's bad. It's really bad. Yeah. It'll make you shudder. That's a that's a that's a bummer kind of thing to be known for. And that motherfucker's still famous, bro. Still famous, still touring. He's very talented. Yeah, he's also talented at punching, apparently. Sure. Yeah. All right. How quite the hook. Far are we? How deep are we right now? We're, we're running pretty long. We're at okay. 4730. Let's go ahead and take a break, and when we come back, we'll run longer. Those guys hugging other people's mail and licking people's steering wheels. You hate 
Are you one of those people who goes down and starts licking doorknobs and I'm stuff? I'm a doorknob licker. Oh. Come and get me, oh. Uncle Sam. Those guys, those guys, those guys. Red circle. Red. 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 Okay. How are you, Tyler? Good. Good to see you. Good, good, good. You've got mail. You've got mail where Tyler, where I send Tyler an image, he looks at it, and then we talk about it. I don't know. Colgate has created an advertising campaign to promote dental floss. Tyler, tell me what it is you're looking at. <laughs> I'm just looking at three different photos, one stacked on top of the other with three uh, pairs of people, a uh, man and a woman in each photo. Right. And each, and each one... The man has something in his teeth. Okay, that's awesome. A brown something in his teeth. Now, what do you think the point there is? Uh, You got to floss because when you take photos, it looks like you got shit in your teeth. Uh, Exactly. It looks like you've been eating butt. And that it's very distracting. Would you agree? Yeah, it's something that's very noticeable. At first, the the moment it popped up and I glanced at it, my first thought was, oh, these three people have gaps in their teeth. There you go. But no, it is uh, some kind of food debris. And I assume this is why this is such a great advertisement. Did you notice in the first photograph that the lady has one extra finger on her left hand? (laughs) No. And in the second photograph, a phantom arm is floating behind them. That's true. Yep. I noticed that. And in the third photograph, Uh, he's got one ear, Tyler. Man's oh, got, man's no. got one, which, not that there's anything wrong with that. Sure. But sure. He's wounded in Nam. That is a great advertisement that's, that, that's, that is really that's good. pretty kick-ass yeah it's well done that just because you have six fingers doesn't mean you can't take care of your teeth and just because the lady in the second panel has an arm growing out of her back sure. that she can put around the guy <laughs> that's not a problem sure i'm dating a spider lady but my teeth are impeccable now let's do uh gbi but very quickly i just got to tell you mm-hmm. this disgusting bartender confession I've been working at a bar for 20 years. When people get drunk, they act fucking weird. That is true. I confess it here on the show. Bartender confessions. Come on, man. Do some of the work yourself. Mm-hmm. Tyler. Yes? You know what the problem with working humans are? Do I know what the problem with humans are? Yeah, working with humans. That's the problem. Oh. In the bar, you, the bar business is actually really nice and very simple. It's the customer's... That, that frequent it that are the problem. Well, you got a lot of entitled people that can come in. Sure. That can always be a problem. Drunks. drunks entitled drunks. Especially when you go work at a bar. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, so the problem with people is sometimes they can be disgusting. That, that, that is true. People are gross. Yeah. I'm gross. You're gross in probably different ways. Your gross would gross me out. My gross would gross you out. My gross grosses me out, if I could be totally honest. I appreciate your candor. Every now and then, especially if you are a manager, somebody at the tippy top of the food chain at one of these establishments, when shit goes down, you're left holding the bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. How often when you worked in a restaurant, did somebody have a blowout situation in the bathroom? Uh, only like a handful of times over the course of like 15 years. Okay, but But, enough to where it sticks with you. Yeah, it can happen one time and it definitely is going to stay with you in some form or another. Especially if you're the manager. I I, I don't know if it's my ego or what, but I just can't do that. I'm not here to clean shit. I I, I just can't. I can't do that. Yeah. So we had a blowout around turn two in our bathroom uh, a couple of nights ago, and it was bad. Mm. It was somebody. How does that happen? How? Side note. How do people not know how to shit? What's up with that? Well, I have definitely been in the situation where I'm close to the toilet and I'm doing that little dance back and forth. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know, when you really got to go. The and poopy the, dance. And the closer you get, the more you have to go. I think of that more as peeing, but I do understand your point. You don't feel that way with going number two I've where never, you're running to the bathroom and the closer you get to the toilet, the more sure. it, it, it feels like you have to go. But I've never, and, and I know we're, we're diving here into the. Well, the, well I, that's why I'm saying number two and good. I'm using code words. You're doing good. You're the shit. <laughs> I 
I, I think more of the pee pee dance where somebody really has to be and it like makes them squirm. The poopy mm. dance is just like, you know, penguin walking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, whatever it is, and 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 you're okay. and, and you're you're basically just We're moving on the same side. You're I moving think. your body just so the, you're, the, you're wagging a, a the, tail. The, the energy has somewhere you're, else to go other than my colon. You're wagging an internal tail, and I don't care for it. These hips don't lie, right? They do. And, they do. And, and and yeah. So they told me to buy crypto. Maybe it got so bad in the buildup that it exploded like a bomb. But this is something that people complain about. I, I will move forward. We don't need to just lie on the floor of the bathroom here. But but. Not on that bathroom. People explosively pooping is a thing. So nonetheless, this is an explosive poop. What makes this story interesting is the guy left his phone. He left his phone in the remnants of who he used to be. Oh, well, you got to change your name, change your number, change your your state. I I think you go into witness relocation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. They won't Mm -hmm. take you if you Mm -hmm. shat up a bathroom. (laughs) This guy came in and shat up the place. (laughs) Uh, And so he came back the next day. Oh, What do you do? Get a new phone. You send your wife. That's what you do. And you don't mention anything about it. Get a new phone. So... um, The, I guess the, the, the cherry on top is... Oh, don't say cherry on top. They put it in a bag, a Ziploc bag, and they left it for the guy to come in the next day. Did he it still have fecal matter he, on it? I don't. I wasn't there. I don't know. Uh, but what I do know is the manager the next day was unaware of any of this, took it out of the bag, handed it to the guy, ate a chicken sandwich five minutes uh, later. <laughs> Bartender confession! Sorry about that, guys. How do you not put like a sticky note on the bag and write poo-poo phone? Stinky note. So no response to what I said? I All thought, right. All right, got it. Oh, I'm sorry that I'm just dropping, you know, gold over here. I apologize. Stinky note? A stinky note. No, I got it. Because a sticky note. You add the N. Right. And take out the C. You're right. You're right. Actually, in retrospect, it wasn't great. And I apologize for that. I got it. Although I am complaining about you not commenting on my sticky note outside of a plastic (laughs) bag filled with a poop-covered phone. I thought the poop sufficed. I'm sorry. I I think we're both even on this one. You're right. Who got brown sticky notes? (laughs) GBI me. Yeah. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Time for a little GBI, Ryan. Tell them what GBI is. Yeehaw, mother bleepers. GBI is a good story. It is a bad story. It is an interesting story, and it is told over a Wild West tableau for some reason. This is GBI. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, what was it? We originally started with good, bad, and the ugly, and the third story was super bad, but I got really tired of sure. looking up that terrible news. Sure. Well, we both did it for a while, and oh, I, that's right. I just hate looking shit up. Yeah. I just don't like looking shit up at all. I'm like, this is Tyler saying. Well, and it was really depressing you. Yeah. Like, it affected you more than it affected me for whatever reason. I don't like to know what's going on in the world. <laughs> it's not good for my temperament. I'm an artist. All right, Mr. Artist, let's jump right into our good. Do you see this beret? <laughs> Oh, I like that. Investment in solar power has overtaken fossil fuels for the first time in history this year, according to the International Energy Agency. You're saying investment in solar power. Investment, so yes. It, yes. down the line, solar power is going up, fossil fuels going down. Correct. Boy, somebody's losing their shirt on that one. My deepest sympathies to that guy. Yeah, annual investment is renewable energy. Uh, annual investment in renewable energy is up. 25% since 2021 compared to 15% uh, with fossil fuels. Now, is that businesses? Is this personal use? All of the above? It's it's everything. It is It is private corporations and uh, first world countries primarily. For some reason in the article that I read, it was, they wrote it first world countries and China. I don't know why China got left out. Because because they're above first world countries. That's right. Yes, That's- yes they're like Mewtwo. <laughs> well, unfortunately, this comes with a caveat. Unfortunately, fossil fuel investment is still double the levels needed to reach a net zero emission by mid-century. But renewable energy is coming up and uh, coming at us fast. And damn, do we need it. And, and it's headed in the right direction. I mean, with so many things going wrong, you got this Greta Thornburg telling Thunberg. me I'm going to die. I, you know, this, at least we're doing something great. Does that please you, Greta? You angry little girl? Whoa! I, she's doing a great job! I know, but she's a harbinger of doom. I don't care how many pigtails she has. 
Good God. Tyler, I don't mean Good it. God. I don't mean any of it. Greta, we're sorry. And Neil deGrasse Tyson, you chill out too, man. You didn't even say his name correctly. Whatever. I, you know what? When he starts telling me things that make me happy, I'll learn his name. You know what? That was bad, and so is this. Sorry about that. Oopsie whoopsie. Ooh, we made a fucky wucky. You a little fucko blind. Does that do it for you? Ryan, no, no. Talking to me in that little little baby voice, get the fuck out of here. I, and then I, it doesn't work for me mm -mm. either. Ryan. Yo. Killer whales are on the attack. Orcas. Off the coast of Spain, there have been repeated incidents of orcas coordinating attacks against boats. Yeah, they're, they're pack animals, right? They are, but yeah. they usually don't go after humans. Wow. They're wildly smart, part of the dolphin family, which I actually didn't know. I thought yeah, they were right. actually Not whales. whales. They are, they are yeah. the, the world's biggest dolphins. Thanks a lot, scientists. Way to throw me off there. Ron, don't even get me started on Ron McGill. <laughs> That's our animal expert down here in Miami. Well, he's actually quite famous. He's uh, on all just sorts of- Just in case of, for any of the audience who doesn't know who totally he is. Totally fair. He runs the Miami Zoo down here. He runs Zoo Miami. Zoo Miami. Uh, well, the latest was a sailing boat that was attacked by three orcas. They specifically went after the rudder and pierced the hull. Uh, I mean, that's basically it. That's the story. Now, I, I don't know what it means, but goddamn. Now, when the now when the boats go down, are they killing the people? Well, thankfully, no deaths have been. Uh, uh, ah, and no, this is just a little fun. No death. Fun. What? Uh, this one, the most recent attack, they breached the hull, but were able to get rescued by a helicopter bringing. As it, well, as no, it no, is it bringing. No, no, is brought a pump to the boat, oh, so wow. they were able to filter the water out, and they were able to tug the boat to land. Technology, huh? A month ago, yeah, when you say th that means that the orca punched a hole in the boat, in the boat okay, itself, and water started entering in. That, that's bad. About a month ago, they did the same thing to another boat, but hurt it or damaged the boat so much they couldn't rescue the boat. So they had to airlift the people out, and those guys just watched their boat sink. Dude, being surrounded by an animal of that size, that they are the penultimate hunter in the oceans, Number right? One. Above great white sharks. Number they, one. They've killed great white sharks. We can review. Mm -hmm. Um, that's probably quite terrifying. I, I sit here as a tough guy on dry land. This is why I tell you, don't go into the ocean. Why are we going into the ocean? I don't understand it. It's 70% of the world. We're just going to give it to the dolphins? We got the good 30. We got the good 30. We <laughs> got 70, 30. fire. Yeah, well, we could fight that with the ocean, I guess. <laughs> your, your point's taken, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, I, do you go in the ocean? Of course. Oh, you're crazy, man. Yeah. You're oh, oh, dude, that's the thing. Whenever we go on vacation or whatever, when we go out into the deep ocean, you're you you worry about getting into the water Not for me because player. you can't see anything below you. The problem is, is that my imagination is so <laughs> strong that it's like Schrodinger's death. It's it, it it's like happening. Well, that's, but we can see you. Nah, get <laughs> I don't know, man. The ocean water makes prisms. I'm not sure. Well, see, what my brain does is it tells me there is so much open water that the chances of something killer being next to you is slim to none. That doesn't make any, that doesn't process. There is far less pe uh, beings in the water than there is water. But that's like saying there's so many people that cancer is barely taking out any of us so let's not worry about whoa, it whoa, whoa, whoa. i wake up every morning this? and i go to bed every night worrying about cancer you're not taking that away from me i'm an american <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we're not even having the same conversation See, I, I know i told i'm very defensive hold on yeah and i don't even have an argument against am that. i wrong you know you win and tyler what's the number one killer of americans guns Killer, I think it's orcas. Oh no, actually I think it's heart disease. Yeah, it is heart disease. Oh yeah. So but then guns. Running from orcas. All right, that, I'm sorry that I've made that completely whimsical and nonsensical. And I, oh, whimsical? Excuse me. You think me. it's whimsical? Just, just nonsensical. <laughs> to me, it's whimsical. To everybody else, it's fighting words. It's active defense sure. against my, my segment. I feel like I haven't done this in a long time. If I burnt down one of your segments every like this. Ep every oh, episode. Is it, is it every episode? Every episode. We have a theme. Interesting, Ryan. <laughs> I love you, I support you. Orcas, huh? <laughs> Pew, 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 pew. I don't know if you saw the viral clip, but it has been all over the internet recently. Of? Landing in South Korea this past Friday, a plane was roughly 700 feet or 200 meters off the ground and only two minutes from landing when a man in his 30s, who would later tell police that he was stressed from recently being fired from his job and he was feeling suffocated, opened the door to the plane and depressurized the cabin which I did not know was possible. 
That's a strong man. Yeah, that feels like that would be very tough. To, what is everybody doing while he's like gripping their armrests as if they are about to die? Because they are. They are. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's. I read from a, a aviation expert who spoke on this exact same story that normally you cannot open the door, but because the plane was so low sure. and the pressure was so evened out, he was able to open the door. Even though, even at that time, he shouldn't have been able to do it. And he jumped. No, 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 he didn't jump off. Oh, so what's that a, would be crazy. Uh, that's what I thought the whole point was. Like, <laughs> I gotta get out of here. No, no, I guess he just wanted some air or something like that. Sir. And he just opened the Sir, door. There will be a smoking <laughs> section when we land. And you just see, what an asshole. you just see everybody with their heads pressed against the back of the seat, gripping their armrests and just the wind but There's a, is a, just flipping everything oh, around. Man, that's, that's like that scene from the boys. Uh, so, so somewhat. There's a video of this. Oh, two videos no, of it from different shit. perspectives. Who's pulling out their camera? Who is it? I mean, in today's day and age, especially in South Korea, those are the technological uh, 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 pinnacle of society. Yeah, everybody's yeah. got a fucking recorder. Samsung. Device. I think so. How about that? Um, that guy, and it sounds like he's going through some shit. Yeah. And, and my heart goes out to you, but you're being an asshole right now. Stop doing that. Very selfish. And that's it. It's no matter what shit you are going through, no matter how much you are suffering, when you start exerting that onto other people, yep. you're the problem. This happened to me. Remember when we went to Mexico and I left my bag in security? So I went for a week. It, this is a true story. This is a true Shameful story. Shameful admission, bartender <laughs> confession, whatever you want to call it. Whatever it is, I love it. I <laughs> went to Mexico for a week wearing nothing but sandals, white pants. The same white pants. <laughs> Could it be a worse color? And a button-up shirt, like I'm dressed comfy for the airplane, yeah. left all my stuff there. And you know what I did? I didn't open up the door. I meditated. I I, 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 I calmed myself you down. You did. And then you know what he did afterwards? He went to Walmart to buy more clothes and realized he was the biggest person in the country. Dude, they didn't have any clothes I size. I am Dwayne The Rock Johnson in Mexico. <laughs> they did not have my shoe size. It. You know what? It sucks I didn't have shoes, but damn, did I feel like, like a, a man. man. Like a like, man. So this is what Yao Ming feels like. <laughs> <laughs> he literally left that Walmart with nothing. He I, couldn't find anything. I was thinking about buying two pairs and just taping them. <laughs> well, thankfully, everybody on board survived, although there were some people that had to be sent to the hospital for hyperventilation sure, sure. because, of course. It's like those people who think that the orcas are going to take them down. That's a terrifying scenario. Yeah. 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 And imagine how fast your heart would be racing. Oh, of scenario. course. Yeah. We've had some experiences on planes where you're like, this doesn't feel safe. And it's it's that it's like me with not knowing what's under me in the ocean. It's it's the stories that your mind tells you. Yeah. Super yeah, scary. We, we could tell the story another time. We had that one particular instance in the plane where we were looking at each other like, we're going to die. Puerto Rico. We're yeah. going to yeah, our sisters were crying and begging to get off the plane. By sisters, do you mean me being one of them? Because yeah. I was... That's what I call you around the house, sure. Oh, okay. Yep. Thank you. Well, that was GBI, Ryan. Good job, man. Really good. Sorry for de de you know deregulating you there in the middle, mm -hmm. depressurizing mm -hmm. the cabin as mm -hmm. you're talking about orcas, but mm -hmm. you did great. Those and we were 35,000 feet up, Those by were the way. three. Sorry about that. No, it's my house. There, Those were three good stories. I enjoyed all of those. Very mm -hmm. accessible. And, and you know, I've always, not that I've ever jumped in the ocean with orcas don't, or anything Tyler, like that. Don't ever jump in the ocean. But you know that there has never, ever been a recorded killing by orcas of a human being in nature. There's definitely been attacks, right? No, no, no. The only attacks that you've ever heard of are in like SeaWorld. Captured orcas who are put in- That's who, true. Who are put in confinement. So, there has never been a free orca, let's say, that has killed a human being. Just walking down the street. Just hanging out. <laughs> I came out of Publix and this orca came out of nowhere. Yeah, because they are wildly smart and they know that humans aren't food. That's what I was going to say is you hear about these shark attacks where they think you're a seal. Don't yep. ever boogie board, by the way. Uh, they think that you're a seal or whatever. They mm. take a bite and they're like, oh, no, that yeah. ain't right. Orcas are smart enough not to do that, eh? Yep. Same thing with whales. Big old thick tongues, Tyler. They do. They, they do. Like a football. Yeah. On the end. You know what I yeah. mean? Same thing with whales. There have been those very rare stories of uh, surfers who have been swallowed by blue whales and then spit back out because the whale's like, ah, oh, no, that's, that's not what I want. There's got to be stories of like whales just breaching with, uh, with, with you know. Somebody with, just right, right above them. Yep. Yep. That would be terrifying. Do you know why I stopped in the middle of this? I'm just going to give you a peek into my mind real quick, and then we'll end the show because we need to. We've gone way long. I said breaching, and then immediately 
a voice in my head as I'm talking to you. I didn't even interrupt you. A voice in my head said anal breaching. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then I'm like, what, it, do you, what do you want me to do with that? Was that an was that an Asian? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to put any. I, an, I didn't say that. An Asian accent trying I, to say no, no. I didn't anal even, breaching. I first of all, I didn't even consider that. That's crazy. So, okay, so forgive me. What is anal breaching then? It's a. Do you know that voice in your head that tells you to kick a baby? That's who said it. I didn't say it. Ryan, those are intrusive thoughts, and we That's don't talk I mean. about those. Anal breaching <laughs> is an intrusive thought. I don't want it. Well, Tyler, let's. Uh, Tell the people how they could talk to us. I mean, I mean, do you want to at this point? Well, definitely edit all this out. Yeah, for oh, sure. I'm for sure. sure. Yeah. Editing Ryan will not stand for this. I'm sure anal yeah. breaching. <laughs> it's fun to say, though. It, it is fun to say. Yeah. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com and, uh, and subscribe. When you go right to the website, you're going to immediately be transported to all of our episodes. You could scroll down. This will make number 170, Ryan. That's incredible. 170. Man. Great job. You're doing a great job, Tyler. We're it's both not, doing a great it's job. It's not easy, sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. I accept that. Uh, Ryan. Yes. Wait, no, I'm sorry. That's yes. uh, that's what, usually you take it from here. What can I do for you, I, sir? I don't know. I Tyler, gonna, what's the moral of the story? I was going to ask you how you were doing. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You know, I'm getting a nice little weekend plan. I got a Home Depot. Uh, the moral of the story, and I'm going to go straight up cliche on your asses. Much up uh, from the from the top rope going cliche. Let's go. Uh, it gets better. It gets better. It's, it's, it's no matter how much you're suffering or whatever you're going through, even if it's been for a long time, it gets better, and uh, and we're here for you. There we, is no other you. choice. This will work itself out. There is no other choice unless you make some sort of a crazy decision. Everything, by definition, always works out. Yeah, that's well said. Yeah, thank R- you. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? People wearing the bandanas, I, I, <laughs> and it's fine. That one never gets better. It's fine. <laughs> like, you can do it. I'm not, you know, distressed by it. Uh-huh. But you're going to comment on it. It's a choice that you're making. That's true. And I respect that people have choices. Not make choices, have choices. That they have choices to make. And I think that that's good for society. But I don't respect this particular one because you know this isn't working. I, what, what do they call those things that the, the fishermen wear that you pull up? The baklava or whatever it is. No, or... a baklava is a ski mask that you use to murder people. Oh, sure. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the the, oh, the elastic thing that yeah, you wear that, over that it. goes up around your ears and your mouth, but from the bottom. I'm it's a baklava. Baklava, it's sure. Fun to sure. say. Or, or, or baklava, which is a Greek dessert. It is. The people who are wearing those things that we all know, you know, you're wearing it. I don't mm. know if it's a fashion piece, you're Billy the Kid. I don't know what you're doing, but I respect your decision to do it. But I don't. Where are those guys you hate? Well said. Be kind, or <laughs> we'll kill you. He just really took a hatchet to that, Tyler. Red circle. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, here's the scene. We are two guys, and we're trying to come up with the scene to improv go. That's not how improv works. You got to come up with the suggestion. I don't like that one. What else you got? Okay. Uh, how about- We're uh, a dog. Day at the aquarium. Day at the- why would dogs be at the aquarium? Because, you know, you could bring your dogs anywhere these days. That is true. Yeah. They don't even need a vest. Nobody's going to say shit. <laughs> nope. They're good. Lord of the flies. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So You're I'm not a dog. holding the conch. I'm a, I'm a dog. Mm-hmm. I'm at the aquarium. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you're going with the dog things. Okay. Yeah. All yes. Right. Yes, okay. and, All right. yes. And. Okay. Yes. And. All right. He's at the aquarium mm-hmm. and he's actually holding the conch. Here we go. Are you ready? You're the conch. So many tangents already. All right, here we go. Ready? I like how you gave me the non-speaking part. Well, no, well I'm a dog. <laughs> here we go. Are, are, are you ready? Sure. Rawr, 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 I'm doing improv classes, and that's where all that stemmed from. That was, was pretty good. It. it wasn't terrible. That was pretty good. I tried to do the sound when you hold it to your oh, ear I, thing. Tyler, Tyler. I wasn't sure. Even though I only have the understanding of a, a, of a lowly Scottish terrier, I got it. Um, Tyler. Yes? I have been driving around 
in a brand new car. Yeah, well, your old broken one gets uh, worked on, right? I've, I've got it back, actually. And, oh, it's, okay. and it's a blessing, and I'll tell you why. It's got the key to get into the gate without having to wait in line. Yeah. That's, a, that's a big deal. And that line is pretty psycho sometimes. Substantial. Yeah. It is. That line, uh, I mean, is it really, if it saves, let's say, five lives a year, mm-hmm. is it worth it? I don't no. think so. No, I don't I think, think so. so. It, it, I knew it was going to be a problem for any guests that we have over. Thankfully, we don't have that many. Uh, is when I sat down with the HOA, the lady literally told me, okay, when people are coming to the gate, you make sure you, they have their ID ready. Wow. Like specifically, yeah. out of everything you could have told me, they really hammered that home. And I'm like, damn, they must have problems with that. I It is a crazy line. And the, the, the space that they have built for it is ridiculous. You know what I've done to circumvent the situation? And if this is illegal... I'm just kidding. Okay. I've just had people who have come over park in the neighborhood that is not inside the gate in a guest spot, taking them here, dropped them back off. Mm. Circumvention. It's a thing. Oh, so you go and pick them up in your car with the sticker at their car, which right. is outside of the community. Literally anything to avoid that. Line. Wow. That's, that, that's that, impressive. That line is ridiculous. It's it is. too much. It is. It's too much. And, and yeah. these, who's in here that's about to be snipped, sniped, Wesley sniped. Who is it? It ain't us. Tax evasion? What are you talking about? I'm saying, who are we securing ourselves from? This is the problem. This is what separates us from them. Security. Well, the issue with- Burn it down. The issue- What? I don't- uh, A lot of people wouldn't do a lot of things if they weren't so secure. Does that make sense? A lot of people wouldn't do a lot of things if they weren't so people secure. People up at the top who are doing all these bad things, they get to go back to their lair. They get to go back to, oh, you yeah. know, guys wearing black suits with the, with the earpiece in and all that stuff. It's an armored fortress, basically. That's the thing. Yeah. If there was no security, people wouldn't be allowed to do it like that. Well, the, the problem with our... I'm not entirely sure that's true, but I do get what you're go- getting at. I'm driving a new car, Tyler. The issue, <laughs> the issue with this is that our one... Well, we have two, but our two guard gates that lead into our community lead into a main thoroughfare that leads into a dozen communities. It's really? not just our community, it's, it's dozen it's communities. Huge. You the, could you could you could walk for 20 minutes and still be in this this uh area. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Well, in the we, complex, whatever it is. And and that's the thing. Whoever owns this area and owns the land for all these communities must be killing it. Yeah, real estate. Pretty good. You yeah. know what else is it will make you a lot of money? Cars. I'm driving a new one, okay? But you said you got your old one back already. I, I'm just saying while I was uh-huh. driving it, it has all these new features in it. I don't know if your car, which is newer than mine, has all these in. All of these blips and bleeps, if I go over the lane just a little bit or whatever, and now it's jerking my uh, my steering Oh, oh, your steering, steering wheel. wheel back. Oh, wow, have you damn. have you driven one of these cars where it corrects for you? Uh, mine, mine does that. But, Am I drunk? But What's you, happening right now? He's pulling on me. <laughs> but you have to, Jesus! I didn't mean to literally take the wheel. I am drunk, <laughs> and this is making it confusing. Uh, I have a button on my steering wheel that where Turn it, it on and off. It will, it will. I can literally take my hands off the the steering wheel, and it will stay in the lane okay. for me. But but it, oh, after ten seconds, it stops. Oh, really? Yeah, it beeps, letting me know that it's about to stop doing. It, it Thelma and Louisa's you. Yeah, it's pretty, How about that? It's pretty bullshit. Like, you're already doing it. Why stop? Hey, Tyler, you don't drive a Tesla. It's, you don't yeah. get to do an unmanned drone situation. Corolla, Tesla, they're basically the same roughly, thing. Roughly in the same area. I think that a lot of this um, technology in cars, it will be passe at some time. I think, you know, we've talked about it, like the car alarm or the seatbelt that slides back and, and caught your face in the 90s. The one that would hang you? Love that one. <laughs> no. We, we hope you're doing okay. We miss you, buddy. <laughs> no. Um, I think some of this stuff will go by the wayside too because I think it's unnecessary. Oh, definitely. But I, but I also think something like texting while driving, that is a big issue. How's that an issue? No. You, get it, you can get it done. You're sitting there anyway. I'm saying I, that will be a thing of the past soon enough. In terms of? Cars will just drive for you. So yeah. you can you can text, you can read, you can drink, you can fuck, <laughs> do whatever you want. It, wow. <laughs> I can't wait for the future. The Jetsons really got it all going. Yeah, all right, yeah. Tyler, moving forward, I'm going to hand you a piece of paper. And on that piece of paper, there is a word. And that word is hard to pronounce. Ibophobia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think that that is? Uh, I, I've never. Obviously, it's a fear of something Correct. because of the the phobia. I don't know what I a i b o h, ibophobia. I, I don't know what that is. Now, 
I looked it up because I didn't know how to pronounce that, and this is what the internet did to me for doing that. An irrational fear or phobia of palindromes. Abophobia. Oh, fuck you, Abophobia. bro. What? Okay, before we... Whoever eat, came up with this word, right. fuck you. No, and, and I want to get into that. It's a fear of palindromes, which is words written the same forward and backwards. Like race car. Like race car. Mm-hmm. Like a man, a plan, a canal. Panama. Uh... <laughs> I but, like that one just because of how arbitrary it sure. is. It's ridiculous. Now, why did, I guess this is what the internet does. Why did the internet sexualize this? I don't know. An irrational fear or phobia of palindromes. Abophobia. 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 Well, this, you this, know what I think it is? It's because they're talking to people that are already afraid. Sure. They have to speak in that very soothing voice. That guy is lying on a bearskin rug next to a fire in some <laughs> form of... Tidy and or whitey. I, I guarantee it. I hope it's both. I don't know why they did that. Uh, it I was, have a fear of that guy. It was nice, though. His name is Abe. It Abophobia. Was, it was nice. I, I enjoyed that. If you're going to tell me about fears, I want it done to me in a very calm and casual way like that. That sounds like Leisure Suit Larry is telling you what he's afraid of. I don't think you remember Leisure Suit Larry's voice. <laughs> His was not enjoyable. Oh, man. All right. uh, that that is really funny though. There's also if I'm why, not, why would somebody do that? I, that is so fucked they up. They made the fear of palindrome word a palindrome. It's it's, it's phobia backwards. I, I believe it's the same thing. We can review the fear. The word for fear of long words is this incredibly long word. Triskaidelia phobia or something. Something. Like that. All right, and the last thing is we're all having fun here. My car's bleeping and blipping and. And, and all of these things. It's like space balls. Uh, let's be real, Tyler, okay? Let's be real. Hold on. I'm shifting my... I'll try. Spe- speaking of the energy in my body, I'm shifting the energy in my body so that I can be real here with you. Tyler... I will try my best. I'm going to tell you something about me that you don't know. And by that, I mean, it's very apparent. Okay. I'm incredibly defensive, Tyler. Hmm. I'm, I'm incredibly defensive. When I say that to you, what do you think? Yes. It's not true! <laughs> No, when you when somebody says that they're defensive, mm. generally what that means is that they are constantly trying to prove to other people that they're not wrong. Yeah. In so many different ways. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but don't. It's very common nowadays, is, is it not? People being defensive and seemingly it feels almost like it's hu- your people are humanly unable to be wrong about the slightest little thing. We will fight... Tooth and nail. Do you think that's right now? Because I wonder if that's something that goes back to every generation. I, I'm i a youngin', so I, I wouldn't you're not, know. You're I'm, not. I'm 34. Not that young. If you switch the numbers, that's 43. That's halfway to death, Tyler. Now, this is the thing. If you're 17, I got bad news for you. I didn't really consider <laughs> that. What is life if it is not a Sudoku puzzle, I didn't Tyler? realize my age was an optical illusion. You, time is a flat circle, Tyler. Jesus. I don't know what that means, but you're going to die soon. It terrifies me. Yeah, sorry. I wish I hadn't made it a joke. Now, when I say defensive, to answer your question, I wonder very often if I'm remembering a time that didn't exist. When I think of the 40s and the 50s, not only do I think of blatant and society- saying okay to racism. Yeah. Also, I think of people who are more other-centered. I think of people who are more like, like, uh, you know, Ted Bundy's victims. The way that he got away with all of that is by people being polite. Morons! Ted, Ted Bundy could not operate in Miami nowadays. No. People would tell him to go fuck off. Hey, take your stupid-ass cats and shove it up your ass. Yeah, well, he would have become a spree killer. Sure. He would have gotten so frustrated yeah. with people telling him no, he would have just murdered Tyler, them right then and there. I am this close to being a spree killer <laughs> three days of every week. If it wasn't for the fact that you hated the sight of blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I love spree. You remember those candies? They're tart. No. What? No. You don't remember Spree? Spree? What is Spree? It's like a it's like a Mentos, but more fun. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, is that that long, yeah. thin, cylindrical one and where you every, pop them into your mouth? You mean where every pill is just colored sugar? Sure, but they're different colors. Terrible. What? Terrible. What? What? Terrible candy. What are, you know what? I don't give a fuck about my defensiveness. But Ted Bundy, you're wrong, and I'll tell you why. No. What's your favorite kind of candy, smartass? Sorry about that. I mean, back to defensiveness. Do you, was, do you have stock and spree? That was so real, too. Jeez. That hurt me what just came out of me. I'm toxic. Go ahead, back to your defensiveness. What's your favorite kind of candy? I got to know, and I'm going to insult it whether I like it or not. Uh, I, I really, just for the consistency alone, gummy worms. I love me some gummy worms. 
They're stupid. <laughs> no, I like gummy worms. Yeah, they're too. great. Yeah. Now, what's your favorite color combo? Is it the blue and the yellow or the red and the clear? I bite them half and half. <laughs> it's like I'm eating a real worm. I really want them to suffer before they before they melt in my mouth. How do you know which one is the face? Because you want to make sure you leave that so you can see the expression. Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. I went butt first for a different reason, but yours is just as good. Oh, well, it's the Spanish culture. I mm-hmm. think that they're leading you in that direction. So here's the thing. I'm not just defensive about things that I think that I'm wrong about. My mind is defending me at all times, defending me from circumstances that I don't want to transpire, that 99.9% of them won't. Uh, uh, It's defending me from saying the wrong thing in this conversation in the future that may never even happen. It's defending me from making a parenting mistake in some situation that could happen in 20 years from now. Mm -hmm. I am constantly- Good luck with that shit. I'm just going to stop talking to him because I, I, I've I, <laughs> pros and cons. This is too much stress for me, man. You're, you're aging me. And now I got crow's feet. Yeah. I'm always defending myself. And when you said, when we were talking before the microphones went on about this thing that you just went to, this that ther- does this happen. Session, we actually talk without the microphones. Begrudgingly. 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 Mm-hmm. That energy, that's just stopping my energy. That's store. And, mm-hmm. and forgive me for losing everybody here. That's that stops as I'm living in that story inside my chest and I'm fighting it out with myself. I am stopping my energy. I am not kook alert living in the moment. I am not breathing properly. I'm not enjoying my fucking life. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that anymore. That's it. I don't, I don't yeah, know. There no, is no ending to that. It's just, a, it's a, it's a much taking medicine. Just the way addiction is, it's a protection mechanism. It's, it's a way for our, for us to protect ourselves. We throw the shield. And up. I'm addicted to that. We th- oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, my yeah, main, yeah. And, my main, and we throw the, sh- main thing. the, the shield up. And, and, and just whatever is we're dealing with is just crashing against that. And much like holding up a real physical shield with somebody on the other side just slamming into it, it is exhausting. It is. It's and exhausting. That's a Slipknot show, what you just described. And what I would tell you, in, in something that you and I talked about uh, yesterday off the show begrudgingly, you said that you were thinking about your improv and how it went well. I'm constantly, excuse me, let me finish my mm. sentence, your improv show and how... Uh, some things went well, so you were feeling good about it, yeah. and it, and it made me think. I'm constantly grading myself on interactions and things that I've done, and just kicking my own ass for it. And that's it. I don't. I mean, that's it. I just made me think about that, and there and is no how, end to it. How are you grading yourself on those experiences? It depends. Normally, pretty harshly. Exactly. But but it depends. Sometimes I feel really high because I'm like, ah, I nailed it, as opposed to just being myself mm-hmm. and, and letting the dominoes fall where they may. What's that cliche? The letting, letting the chips fall where they may. I don't think it's chips. I don't like chips. Letting the Cheerios fall where they is lay. Is that British? Is it fries? I think we're getting away from the main topic we here. Should, you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. Forgive me. I, <laughs> Tyler, I'm sorry. I, about being defensive and I don't remember either. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Something about chips. Yeah. Sure. Do you like chips? I love chips. What about in, Spree? In, in America. No, fuck Spree. <laughs> Something about defensiveness. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Should we just do the show? Sure. Let's do the show. <laughs>